Welcome everyone to the Monty Files, where we talk about pretty much anything. Nope, you're not necessarily going to find any one theme here, with the exception of being an open forum to have conversations. Sometimes one way if it's just me, and other times I'll have guests. A lot of what I like to talk about focuses on being a better human and how to help others do the same. So, I hope you enjoy the show. There have been a few times in my life when um, I've essentially been counseled to go in a certain direction. And I'm sure we've all experienced uh, such advice, whether it's solicited or not. Um, We're always at some proverbial fork in the road. It's just that uh, most of the time, the decision's probably inconsequential. Sometimes, however, the decisions have uh, unforeseen and pretty long-lasting impacts, right? Um, so I think uh, this, this post is really about a few of those instances where I've come to forks in the road and I have had to make decisions. Uh, I'm not going to go into long-lasting impacts or anything, uh, just the, uh, the bottom-line outcome, if you will. So um, I'll start way back, and uh, when when I barely, barely, I mean barely, graduated from high school, uh, my parents insisted that I had to go to a four-year university. And uh, when I say I barely graduated, I mean, I really mean it, right? Um, my grade point average was literally just enough to get me out of there, right, to get me out of high school. And uh, I'm sure the administrators were relieved. Um, I was relieved to get out of high school at the time. Um, but, you know, that's a different story. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is I didn't want to go away. I, I did not want to go to a four-year university because none of my friends were going there. I just wanted to stay and go to the local community college, right? The two-year <laughs> associate's degree kind of university kind of thing, or college rather, and that's what I wanted to do, but um, for whatever reason, you know, I ended up going to that four-year university, and it was, by the way, probably the worst state university uh, in in the state, like, it's the one where all the, (laughs) all the derelicts went to, so uh, I I guess I fit right in, uh, because I, I didn't last very long there basically a a single semester. I had five classes. I ended up withdrawing from two of those courses. Uh, I failed two of those courses, but I did get a B in uh, an English writing course. And the only reason I got a B uh, was because I turned in all of my papers on the last day. The professor was pretty generous, I guess. Um, so that's, you know, I didn't go my own way in that time. And what ended up happening was, uh, I basically got booted from college and ended up having to, uh, strike out on my own. And, um, that was the start of a pretty tumultuous time in my life. Um, in any case, um, you know, several years later, you know, I'll skip over all that, uh, all the hardship, uh, I, I was actually ready to go to college, right? And I was fortunate enough that 
um, even though I was owed absolutely nothing, uh, my dad said, hey, let's, let's uh, see if we can get you into a college, right? If you want to go to college, I'll pay for it. Uh, so that was nice, right? So I took advantage of that, and um, I did finally settle on going to Montana. Yeah, it was really a choice between Montana or Utah, and you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to go to Utah. Uh, the school was fine and everything. It was a, a nice place, beautiful area, uh, but I wanted some balance in my life, and Utah is pretty dry, if you know what I mean. So I decided on Montana. Um, but, you know, when I went there, I was basically told, you know what you need to do is you need to declare your major to, to be business administration. So that's what I did. You know, and, you know, why should it be that way? Uh, just because that's the way it should be, right? Um, we've always had family business and... Uh, business administration applies to pretty much anything, right? I mean, it's pretty generic. If you want to get a job, you have to know a little bit about business, at least certain pieces of it. So I started out as a business administration major, but um, I pretty much knew from the get-go that this didn't suit me very much. It wasn't what I wanted, and in fact, I really didn't know what I wanted. Um... And at the time, I think I wanted to be a lot of different things. I still do in some respects. But in any case, um, let's see, I switched from uh, business administration to uh, wildlife biology uh, because I was really interested in, you know, photography of wildlife. Like, that's what I wanted to do. At least that's what I thought I wanted to do. Um, you know, I was always a fan of Marty Stauffer. Um, until he was found out to be a little bit of a fraud in some cases. He wasn't always, but um, in any case, wildlife biology was a thing for me for a while. But uh, then I really became interested in psychology, so I switched my major to psychology. And I think if I remember correctly, I was maybe like three credits or three classes or something like that shy of actually getting a bachelor's degree in, in psychology before I decided, you know what? I found what I love, and it was really a rekindling of a spirit that I first gained when I had my Commodore VIC-20 way, 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 way back in the day, uh, but I had long lost uh, that feeling, uh, but I found computer science again, and uh, I ended up getting my bachelor's in computer science, and ultimately my master's degree in electrical and computer engineering, um, and I'm still in that field today. I'm a chief product architect, and... Uh, I've got a whole team of engineers doing awesome software development and a whole team of product people, which is a whole other story. But um, that was a choice that I made where I went my own way, right? Somebody told me, go be a business administration person, you know, be the generic businessman. And uh, I knew enough to, to say that wasn't for me. Um, in between all that, so like between getting those degrees and where I am now, there were a couple of other times I want to talk about, uh, two times actually, where I was re recommended to go work somewhere, uh, once as an intern and again as a, a full-time employee. Now, in each instance, the recommendation pretty much felt unexciting and, and very unfulfilling to me. You know, I may, maybe that was me being spoiled and thinking, God, I'm special or something. But 
I can't help the feeling that, uh, you know, going <laughs> for some reason again to Utah, right, uh, to, to code low-level cryptographic algorithms really sounded all that fun or fulfilling. Um, so so that, that was one instance. But um, what I ended up doing was for, for the internship, I, I said, you know what, I want to find a, an innovative security company. And at the time, I found a file integrity monitoring company that was just starting up out of Portland, Oregon, a small company. Uh, but I, I was able to go there and build them uh, a really pretty cool test harness based on uh, attack trees at the time. And it was pretty cool. I enjoyed the work. I enjoyed the people. It was a great experience living in Portland, Oregon for essentially a summer. Um, at the time, I was in school down in Corvallis, uh, at Oregon State. But, um, you know, that was a, a thing I did on my own. I went, I found it, I tried to get it, I got it. Um, I did my research, you know, and and uh, it worked out for me. Um, the other time was basically, uh, hey, do you want to go work for Novell? That's where you should go. I have contacts there. Um, and I'm, I'm sure some people <laughs> listening haven't even heard of Novell, don't even know what it is. Um, but that didn't sound exciting to me either. And what I did end up doing, however, was going to work for the Department of Defense, which some people really, really didn't understand. A um, little bit of a backstory on that is that I wanted to join the Navy way back when, and there was a different reason for that, but that's a whole different thing. In any case, I wanted to join the Navy. Went through the recruitment process and they said nope. And the reason they said nope was because I have hearing loss. I've always had hearing loss. Um, so uh, my hearing was too bad. It wasn't safe for me to be in the Navy apparently. So I couldn't go and uh, serve my country. So, you know, I went to Department of Defense as a civilian. Now coming out of graduate school, I was very into information security. Uh, I was into that since, you know, the mid-90s, and um, working at Department of Defense, really, it was there where I first heard of the work being done in uh, the security automation space, um, and I think it's important to point out that I still work in that space, um, and I've had an influence in that space. I mean, I it's not a huge influence, but a little influence, and that influence is influence nevertheless, right? So the point I'm making there is that the, the two times when people said you should go work there, I said, no, that doesn't interest me. I want to go work at these places instead. Um, and they both turned out very well for me. I should mention that the place where I interned out, I ended up uh, being a full-time employee for them 10 years later um also helping them do security automation so it 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 all ended up working out very well for me um and you know i think another one that 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 i'll talk about is a, i guess a little more personal in a, in a sense uh, but before i completed my undergraduate degree i took some time off to go home and uh, start a business so this was before you know the dot com bust at the turn of the century and um, we did end up applying for a patent, you know, for a, a method patent, which 
at the time, I wasn't really a fan of method patents, but, you know, attorneys tell you what to do when, when you're in business, so that's what we ended up doing. Um, the business didn't last, it didn't work out because of uh, various family control issues that exist. Um, but many years later, that patent was approved. It was issued uh, by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Um, and by that time, some pretty large companies had uh, figured out how to do what the method in the patent basically covered at the abstract levels. So we started another business with the hope of licensing that patent to those larger companies uh, who had figured out how to implement those methods. Well, that turned out to be um, something that we very well could have pursued. Um, but it was tedious, exceedingly difficult, and tremendously expensive. I mean, it really is all about the money. And when you go up against big companies who have very deep pockets, some would say unlimited, uh, and you're pretty much broke yourself, you can't really do anything. You're just stuck, right? Well, after a while, someone came along and finally offered to uh, buy the patent for something far less than we thought it would be worth if we licensed it. But they offered something. And... Uh, after a few years of trying to find the financing to, to you know, pay lawyers to insist that we get licensing, you know, fees, royalties on the patents, um, and because I was uh, running the company at the time, I decided that we would just sell. And um, it was a little sad at the time because we had high hopes, but there was also a reality to look at, right? And uh, we all got a good chunk of change. It wasn't a big deal. You know, not like uh, independently wealthy kind of money. But for me, at least, it was enough to pay my rather substantial student loans. Um, so I was debt-free, you know. And despite the fact that people said, nope, you should stick it out, I was happy with that decision. Um, and there's something to be said for, for happiness. Um, I mean, most recently, I guess I can talk about this one too. I, I was, I was told that I should go get an MBA and, uh, or, you know, do some kind of Harvard business school class. And, you know, I thought about it. I was pretty excited because, um, uh, my current employer was going to pay for it, right? Like, like, Hey, I'll support you. I will pay for it. Um, and if you look at some of these Harvard classes, like the advanced management program or the general management program, these aren't cheap. And, you know, for 10 weeks or something like that, you're spending almost $100,000. It's a lot of money. Um, and I was pretty excited at first because, you know, one, it's a vote of confidence, right? It's like we believe that, that you have very long-term potential with this company. And, and I happen to believe that too. You know, so it, it wasn't... A huge surprise, but it's still always nice to feel, right? Uh, to, to hear that recognition. But um, after a while, there was something bothering me about it. And, and I think what really bothers me is that I had taken a couple of uh, short courses from Harvard Business School, and I found them to be um, still very, very rooted in 
what I would call old ways of thinking about business and managing people. Um, and I started thinking to myself, do I really want more of that? And for that kind of money, right? So I started looking around for different types of training and I, I, I found separate trainings, four of them, um, but at about a quarter the cost, uh, actually less than that. Um, so basically I'm going my own way on that too. I, I don't know how that's going to end up turning out because I haven't done it yet, but, um, my employer was supportive of it. So, you know, that's, that's a positive step, I guess it's a positive indication. And I, I think what I really want to get at here in, in this, uh, installment, I guess, and, and there's a blog post as well, um, at montyfiles.com. Uh, but what I really want to get to here is that uh, in all these cases I've talked about, uh, I was definitely happiest and most successful when I went my own way, right? When I had the confidence in my self-awareness um, and in my own values, um, that's when I was happiest. And I can say for certain that I was least happy when I did nothing but what others told me to do or what I thought was expected from me right um and as an aside you know like i'm divorced for a reason uh and yeah that's a little hyperbolic because i fully and completely understand that i was complicit in that whole circumstance uh, like for certain uh but still a lot during those times i did things that were contrary to my own values and what i wanted to do um so basically, I'm not saying that uh, you should never compromise, right? Like, there's always compromise in life. But life with others is always a dance, right? And sometimes you lead, and sometimes you follow. Sometimes, if uh, I guess if you're doing line dancing or something, you're neither leading nor following. You're just all doing the same thing at once, right? Uh, you're in lockstep, so to speak. Um, but don't be afraid, don't be afraid to go your own way when you feel it's the right thing to do. And uh, I think that's about it. I mean, hopefully uh, you've enjoyed what I've had to say. Feel free to read the post. It's uh, not quite as verbose as what I've been saying here, but I'm uh, trying to keep it a little more conversational for you. And uh, if you like what you hear, Feel free to share it. If you like the post, uh, the blog post, feel free to share that. Uh, Monty Files is up on uh, Instagram. We've got a Facebook page, uh, Twitter account. Um, I don't really promote those too much. Uh, but uh, if you're interested, take a look. And uh, until next time, I hope you are well. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. Have some values for yourself. Know what they are. Stick to them most of the time. You'll be happy. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the time you've spent with us today. If you love the podcast or have ideas for us, please give us a shout out on Twitter or Instagram. Until next time, take a trip over to montyfiles.com and be the change you want to see in the world. 